Hey guys, Ben here from Comic Comedians. I just wanted to tell you guys about the best podcasting program there is called Anchor. Anchor is literally the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello everybody, Ben here with Comic Comedians. I just wanted to tell you guys that I had an amazing interview with Mark Armstrong. For those of you who don't know, he is the creator of, or should I say co-creator, of Spider-Ham, which is one of my personal favorite versions of the Spider-Man character. So here's my interview with him. I hope you guys enjoy. All right. Hello. My name is Ben Schubert, and today I'm here with Mark Armstrong. And uh, Mark, would you like to tell my fans what you guys what you do? I used to be a comic book artist. And is there any particular character that you did? Back thirty some years ago, I used to draw Peter Porker Spider Ham, who is a funny animal version of Spider Man. And were you the first one, or were you just yes? Yes, yes I I designed. I did the visual design for the character. Um, I assume that you've seen the new Spider-Verse movie. No. You have not? I have not. Okay. So I was going to ask you what you thought of the character in the movie. Where did you come up with the idea for the nose? That That's like with the eyes for the nose? It, it, was, it was obvious. Kind of like the feet have, having a, a, a cloven footprint. Uh-huh. I mean, it was just obvious. When, when you were coming up with this, like, did you get to pick the animal? No. Okay. So like, how did the process really go down? Uh, Larry Hama and Tom DeFalco and some others there at the office were having some fun. I mean, that's the way most of the best ideas get created. You're, you're just having fun. And, and they were coming up with animal versions of different Marvel characters. I had done a story for Larry Hama previously in Bizarre Adventures. And, and, and it, he, he didn't like the versions of Spider-Ham that some of the other artists came up with there at the office. So he invited me to produce my own version, and that's the version they decided to go with. Okay. And did you do any of the other art for any other characters? Like, I know in the first one, was, wasn't it Cat, Captain America and the Hulk, or Bunny Hulk, I believe so? Yes, uh, those were the main uh, the main characters in Marvel Tales number one. There was Peter Porker, Spider-Ham. There was a cat character based on yeah. uh, Captain America. I, I forget, the name, forget the name of it offhand. And then we did a bunny version of uh, the Hulk. Uh, I think Tom DeFalco wanted to do that because I had my own uh, rabbit character, Okay. Called uh, uh, Jack Bunny, okay. a character that had appeared in some fanzine story. No, I, I think the first time I did the character was for Charlton Comics, Charlton Bullseye. That was my first four-color comic. And did you come up with the uh, concept for Cats in America and the Hulk Bunny as well? It was in the script. Oh, it was just in the script? Okay. As I say, I think Tom DeFalco made the Hulk a bunny character because of my character, Jack Bunny. Okay. And with, and I know you told me you hadn't seen it yet, but with that movie coming out and now just yesterday being told that there will be a sequel being made. Mm. And John Mulaney is the character. He's a very, he has the voice of a 1930s character, like a radio host, you know, like, hello, everybody, you know? And it's very, did you always want the pig to be a Looney Tunes kind of like character? Was that what you were going for? Well, 
I, I viewed the character as being a funny animal character, much like a Carl Barks character. The way I drew him, I drew him kind of like he was made out of rubber or silly putty. Uh, my anchor, Joe Abello, added muscles to the character. I don't know whether he did it on his own initiative or whether editor Larry Hama wanted muscles on the character. But I took the character very seriously, the same way that Carl Barks took uh, Donald Duck very seriously. Right. The, the, I viewed the stories as a combination of humor and adventure. And I, I am a huge fan of this character, oh, by the way. Thank you. I love this this version. Him and Spider Punk are probably my two favorite oh. versions of Peter Parker and Peter Porker. Yeah. Did you did did you come up with the name Peter Porker? No. Well? So you were just the artist. I was just the artist. See, they just they gave you a story and they were like, "Can you draw that?" And you yes. Said, sure. Yes. I don't know if I said it here or earlier in the panel, but it wasn't my idea to make the character four heads tall. It was in the script. Make oh, really? The, it was in the script. <laughs> script to make the character four heads tall. Wow. If it'd been. Uh, if I'd had my choice, I probably would have had slightly different dimensions, maybe five heads tall, like uh, my character, Jack Bunny. Um, the character always seemed a little bit squat and cramped to me, but right. but I always tried to be faithful to the script. I, I tried to be – I tried to do right by those I worked with. And Stan Lee has obviously been a big name in Spider-Man. Has he ever reached out to you and told you about the design, if he liked it or not? I don't know whether Stanley ever uh, saw any of the stories. Uh, by the time I started doing Peter Porker, he was out on the West Coast, uh, busy with uh, the um, I think Marvel Animation. Uh, Jim Shooter was was there in New, in New York. I didn't meet Jim Shooter personally, although I did see him a few feet away when I visited the Marvel offices back in the early '80s. Marvel flew me out there and. And and I met with Larry Hama and Tom DeFalco and Denny O'Neill and and also <laughs> met a few of the receptionists and people that assistant editors those sort of people, but I, I didn't meet any of the big brass. Okay, and uh, what what made you want to go into art? Like growing up, did you do a lot of art like this? I did art for fun. I did it as a hobby. I I did not mean to become a professional artist. I always thought I'd, I'd be a cartoonist as a hobbyist. But then halfway through college, I decided uh, that comics was about the only kind of writing and artwork that I really enjoyed. Okay. So uh, the college I went to did not offer a comic book degree. Uh, I got a Bachelor of Fine Arts in drawing, and I applied what I learned in college to the artwork I did at Marvel Comics. Okay. And I actually had an interview with another artist a couple of weeks ago. And basically what I, what I had asked them was, if you could tell any young artist what, what they should look forward to, if, like somebody that's really good at art when they were younger, if, if you could tell them anything, what would it be? Go to college and get a degree. Okay. Because <laughs> you might not... Uh, in another 10 or 20 years, you might not like cartooning and you might wish you had gone to college and gotten a degree. Right. But if you get an art degree, you, you can use it in doing your comic book art. And if you decide, if you change your mind and decide it's not for you, you can use your degree to do something else. All right. Well, it's a pleasure having you on the podcast. Thank you for being here. Um, my name is Ben Schubert. My name is Mark Armstrong. I'm glad to have met you, Ben. It's a pleasure talking with you.